Are you ready for the word today? Two people, and Jody's already heard it one time, so he doesn't count. Come on, you ready for the word today? Amen. I want to talk about baptism today. Uh, something that <clears throat> I had some folks a- after service said, I've never even heard a teaching on baptism. Uh, and so I, I want to spend a little time since next week is Baptism Sunday. I'm, I'm praying and believing that there are going to be some of you today that are going to make a decision uh, to be baptized. And so uh, some of you, we all come from different backgrounds. Uh, I come from a Pentecostal background. My wife was Baptist. And of course, they believe in baptism. You've got to be Baptist, so you have to believe in baptism. Uh, but we have a lot of folks that come from other backgrounds that uh, baptism really wasn't a big deal. Um, it was some, some folks baptized, were baptized when they were children. Others were sprinkled. Uh, and so I want to talk to you about how we at the Hills, how we view baptism. And uh, I just want to share, share that with you today. Uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ... He is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. If anyone is in Christ. Say that with me. In Christ. Let's say it again. In Christ. The phrase in Christ or in him or in Jesus is, is found over 80 times in the New Testament. When you go through the New Testament and you search those words, in Christ, in him, in Jesus, over 80 times you'll find it in the New Testament. And yet I find that majority of believers talk about Christ being in us, but we don't really talk about us being in Christ. And so I believe that the abundant life is Christ in you and you in Christ. Three of our culture points, loving, giving, living, loving passionately, giving generously, living abundantly. We believe that what Jesus said in John 10, 10, that he came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. We don't believe that Jesus wants us to live a get by kind of life. He didn't die for us just to get out of hell and into heaven. He came so that we could live abundantly. And I believe one key to living abundantly is to be in Christ. And so I want to talk about that today. How do we get in Christ? There there are several ways in his word, in his body, different ways to, to get in Christ. But I want to talk about one of them today, baptism. Galatians 3.27 says, For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. Baptized into and were clothed with him. When you ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life, when you make that prayer, you you, you pray that prayer, and you make that commitment to him according to Romans, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that he is the resurrected Savior, you will be saved. That is a private, a private moment between you and him. But baptism takes that private moment and makes it a public declaration. That's what baptism is about. 
Luke 3 and 21 says this. When all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. Now, let's stop and think about that. If anybody could have skipped baptism, don't you think it would have been him? But he didn't. He was baptized too. Why? As an example for you and I. When all the people were baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And as he was praying, heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice from heaven came and said, you are my son whom I love with you. I am well pleased. I want to talk about that in just a moment. We're going to come, come back to that. Talk about how we baptize. At the hills, we baptize by immersion, which means going under the water. Again, some folks even sprinkling and water pistols. Or I think, I think that was going on during uh, COVID, right? They were doing water pistols. No, I'm not joking. Like, I literally saw it. It was water pistols. We, we believe uh, baptism is by immersion. And one of those scriptures is Colossians 2 and 12. It says, for you were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with him you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. When someone dies and you go to bury them, you don't just put a little dirt on them, right? It's, it's a burial. And it's the same thing. You were buried with him in baptism. And we don't, there, there's, there's nothing powerful about the water. What's powerful is what we just read, because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. Over and over throughout my many years of ministry, I've had people tell me after they were baptized, something changed. Like I, I, something changed. It's like the old me stayed down in that water and a new me came out. Again, it has nothing to do with the water. It's the fact that we're putting our faith in the power of God who raised Christ from the dead. So we baptize by immersion. We also baptize according to Scripture. There are two Scriptures that are referenced most when discussing the formula for baptism. Matthew 28, 19, and Acts chapter 2 and 38. There are entire denominations that have been split over these two Scriptures. Folks that believe you got to be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, or you need to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Entire denominations that are completely split, and they think the other ones are going to hell. I'm not joking. They really do. They think you, and it's, it's just always ironic to me that, that the Lord is going to, the Lord is going to judge me because some guy said something wrong when he put me under the water and I couldn't even hear him. And so I want to I want to explain these two passages of scripture to you and and when you're reading these it's important to remember that baptism is not new to the New Testament. Baptism is an Old Testament tradition, something that that happened long before Jesus was ever baptized. And so I want you to keep that in mind. Matthew 28, 19, first of all, therefore go 
and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let me explain that to you. Baptism was not official unless there were three witnesses. There had to be multiple witnesses for any baptism was official. Jesus, in this passage, is telling the disciples to go into all the nations. Go. Matter of fact, you read a story where Philip was out in the middle of the, of the desert, and there was a, a gentleman there reading scriptures, and Philip showed up, and they began to talk about it, and I'm the guy said, I want to be baptized. Well, it's just Philip and him. It's not an official baptism. That's why Jesus was saying, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So no matter where you go, not only next week when we baptize some of you, and there will be a celebration around that tank, but it won't just be a celebration here. It's going to be a celebration in heaven. Because all the Godhead... All the angels, all of heaven is going to rejoice because there is a witness of it. Look at your neighbor and say, that's a good word and you needed to hear it. Tell them. And then to Acts chapter 2 and 38, Peter replied, each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. In those days, you would follow after a rabbi. Much like a pastor. You would find the rabbi and you liked the way he interpreted the Torah. And so you would follow him around and listen to him speak. But then there was a difference in being a follower and becoming a disciple. That's why Jesus would often look at the folks following him and question them. Will you leave me also? Because there's a difference in being a follower and being a disciple. Now turn to the other person and say, that's a really good word that you need to hear. <laughs> Big difference, right? Let's say that I'm following after this rabbi. And his name is, I don't know, John Smith, okay? And I really like the way John brings the Torah. I love it. But then there's something in me that moves. I mean, I want to do more than just hear this guy speak. I want to, I want to become his disciple. Well, if that happened... That's when I would go to him and I would say, I want to be your disciple. And at that point, I would be baptized in his name. So I would take on the name of my rabbi. And so what Peter was saying here in Acts chapter 2, and if you read through it, he, he pretty much tells them, this is Jesus who you crucified. And now you're not going to get off easy. Now, you're going to have to make a public declaration to everybody around you that he is now your rabbi, that he is now your Lord and your Savior. And so when you are baptized, when you go down in that water, you are taking on his identity. 
You're taking on his name. I love, we read a moment ago when Jesus was baptized, the heavens were ripped open. It's like the father couldn't wait. He ripped the heavens open and he says, this is my boy. I'm pleased with him. One of the gospels says, you are my boy. I'm pleased with you. Think about this. Jesus had not performed one miracle. He had not shed one drop of his blood. And yet the father said, I'm already pleased with you. That's what happens at baptism. I always feel like it's baptism is me saying, I'm God's child and him saying, you're my child. I want to encourage you, if you've never been baptized or maybe you were baptized when you were young, I would encourage you to consider being baptized next week. Again, just send us an email, info at thehillsnashville.com. Let us make sure we're ready for you. It's going to be a great Sunday, and I, I would be honored to be able to, to baptize you. Or if you have friends that have never been baptized and they'd like to do so, I would, I would encourage you to make that happen. We also believe not just in water baptism, but we believe in the Holy Spirit baptism. Something that we, that we believe deep in our heart. I was raised Pentecostal, and so we talked about this all the time. I mean, uh, Holy Spirit. Matter of fact, we didn't even call it Holy Spirit. It was Holy Ghost. Heavy on the H, Ghost. I had a, we have a, a Church of Christ family, multiple generations that attend our church, and one Sunday, I, I did a teaching on the Holy Spirit, and the dad came up to me, and he said, that is the best sermon I've ever heard on the Holy Spirit. His son was standing next to me. He said, that is the only sermon I've ever heard on the Holy Spirit. Luke 3.16 says this, John answered them all, I baptize you with water. But one who is more powerful than I will come, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie, and he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Jesus came to baptize us with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Look at me. If this is something you've never experienced, I want to encourage you to ask Jesus to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. It's the greatest experience you can ever have. It's life-changing. It's world-changing. You see, and some folks don't understand the teachings on the Holy Spirit. I said it in the first service. Some folks treat the Holy Spirit like that crazy uncle that shows up at the family reunion, you know, that you know he's family, but you don't quite know what he's going to do. So you don't talk about him a lot. And... I just want to encourage you, don't be afraid of the Holy Spirit. He's nothing to be afraid of. Matter of fact, I call the Holy Spirit a cheat code. I mean, we, there's so much that you get downloaded when the Holy Spirit is a part of your life. When I say cheat code, that, that means because he guides, he leads, he comforts, he goes ahead of us. 
instructs us and teaches us. I want you to become familiar with the Holy Spirit, with the presence of God. You see, at salvation, for those of you who don't understand, let me explain this to you. When you ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life, you are baptized by the Holy Spirit into Christ at salvation. Galatians 3.26, so in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. 1 Corinthians 12, 13, for you are all baptized by one spirit so as to form one body. So when you accept Jesus into your life, when you make him Lord of your life, which in a moment I'm going to lead you in a prayer, and I believe there's going to be those here today that make that commitment. When you pray that prayer, you are baptized by the Holy Spirit into Christ and into his body. But then we can also be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Everybody say by and with. Baptized by the Holy Spirit into Christ. But then I can also be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 1 and 4. Everybody still good? Once, when he was eating with them, he commanded them, do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised. As I told you before, John baptized with water, but in just a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit baptizes us into Jesus, but Jesus baptizes us with the Holy Spirit. Remember what, what John the Baptist said, there's one coming after me that's going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Lean in and look at me. Those of you watching online, one way to move into the abundant life that Christ has for you is to be baptized in water, but also to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. I want this for each of you. I want every single person to experience it. There are some that teach that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is only for a certain type of folks, and that is not true. The Bible tells us it is a gift. I just read it in Acts, if you repent of your sins, you're baptized, then you shall receive the, the gift. That's something you have to work for. That's something you have to beg for. It is a gift. And he said, if you know how to give good gifts to your children and you're earthly, how much more will your father give you the gift of the Holy Spirit, give you the kingdom? One last passage, Romans 8, 16. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. And now we are for children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs of Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. The Holy Spirit confirms with us that we are his children. Any you ever wake up in the morning and you don't feel like a child of God? 
definitely don't look like a child of God because of maybe something you did or something you've done. And that's why we need the Holy Spirit to confirm with us, to remind us you are a child of God and not just a child of God, an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus because he knows our design. He knows our destiny. And so he knows, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit will pray within you when you don't know what to pray. He'll pray for you. Listen, I could go down the line. I have an entire list in my notes of all the workings of the Holy Spirit. I don't have time to go through all of them, but the Holy Spirit leads you. The Holy Spirit wants to guide you. Listen, Holy Spirit wants to comfort you. Holy Spirit wants to bring peace to you. As someone who's walked through grief, I can tell you I don't know what I'd do without the presence of Holy Spirit. Those of you that walk through pain and torment, there's nothing like the presence of the Holy Spirit. He'll also guide you and direct you, tell you what to do and what not to do. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to just take a moment right now. I mentioned our culture points, loving, giving, and living. Another one of our culture points is next steps. What's next for you? Hear the word, do the word. And so I, I want us to just take a moment, just right where you are, just close your eyes. And I want to I want to ask you to really ask the Holy Spirit, what is what's your next step today? Maybe it's to make a commitment. follow after him. Maybe make a commitment to become his disciple. Maybe it's making that public declaration of baptism. Or maybe it's moving beyond where you are with him now and asking him to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. No matter where you are in your relationship with him, he has more for you. He wants more for you. And it's his good pleasure to give you whatever you ask for. But you have to ask. Holy Spirit, I'm praying right now that you would just come close to us. God, for those in this room that are suffering, and not just pain, but they're, 
They're suffering. I pray you would come close to them. Lord, to the brokenhearted, you would come close. To those that need comfort and peace, that you would come. Those that need joy, those that need to be empowered, come Holy Spirit. Open your eyes and matter of fact, let's stand. Look at me. How many feel that? Did you feel that in the room? You know what that is? That's that's the atmosphere shifting because he loves it when we talk about him. When you talk about him, he shows up. That's his way of letting you know it's real. He loves you. You're not alone. You're not alone. Thank you, Lord. I want to lead you in a prayer today of of a commitment. If you've never asked Jesus to be the Lord of your life, he says if you will believe in your heart, confessing it with your mouth, you will be saved. Maybe it's a prayer of recommitment for some of you today to to make a fresh start, to make a commitment to be baptized. Or you want to ask him to fill you with the Holy Spirit, baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And look at me. If you ask for it, it will happen. May not be right now. Maybe in your car. Maybe when you're washing dishes. But if you ask him, it's a gift. Among those of you watching online, all of you here today, Hills family, would you just, let's pray this prayer together. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for your word and for your presence. I confess today that I need you. I want you. I want all that you have for me. Forgive me of my sins. Cover me with your grace. Baptize me with your Holy Spirit. And I want all the fruit and all the gifts that come with it. I want to live with you forever, beginning right now, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, Hills fam, would you just celebrate with the folks that just... Pray that prayer today. Amen.